show everybody it's the provo kid that was hollow hill uh sam reimagined part two so what a great band and when i listen to them um i almost don't feel like starting the podcast because i just want to uh, keep jamming out listening to music but hey uh the time is now the time is here we got to do this podcast and we get to we have to lots of ways to think about it um and you know why am i doing this podcast Again, it's like I did one yesterday. I did two the day before that. And the answer is, if I don't do this podcast and if I don't get better every single fucking day at talking to myself, what's the point? What's the point of doing a podcast? Right? This is what I, you know, this is what I like to do. This is the way I have fun. Oddly enough, it's like, how do you have fun? What do you do in your free time? 
I like to talk. I like to look into a computer screen essentially and talk to myself for an hour and then post it for other people to just kind of judge on. Um, but I'm going to talk about uh, something that I don't think I talked about because it was a secret podcast and I don't think I posted that podcast. Uh, but I'm going to answer. If I if I already talked about this, then it doesn't fucking matter. Um, but uh, I posted this. I never already talked about it, but. I'm assuming nobody's listened to anything I've ever done. So I posted on my story, hey, does listening to an audiobook count as reading? And I got mixed reviews on that. And that's one of the most popular posts I've ever made in terms of like getting a response from people. And I was surprised. Like people got opinions about reading, dog. And um, so let's just say it was 50-50, right? And I had more than four votes of like, and the question was, does listening to an audiobook count as reading, right? So first of all, let me agree with all the people who said yes. Um, the reason they're right is in terms of comprehension, I bet it is as if they had read that book. As far as like if someone, if someone were to ask them anything from the book, I bet their comprehension level would be rather high. You know what I mean? I would also assume that, uh, in other words, their understanding of the book is rather high and they could recall events characters places details whatever uh, just as though they had read it and so on that level in those regards listening to an audiobook i do consider reading now where is it different where where is it not reading so here's where what re- reading's very special for people in the west because a lot of people in the west will say i i never knew about meditating oh my god like meditating meditating and how do you do it? What's meditating all about? And the truth be told, all Westerners have had the ability and have been taught to meditate since they were indoctrinated in public school. And the way uh, Westerners practice the art of med- meditation, um, which is focusing the mind on one thing, essentially, sitting in a solitary place, essentially, and focusing for an extended period of time. And um, now it's... Not like how they do it in the East, but uh, it's very fucking close. And um, so here's here's what my point is. When you sit down and you read a book, you are actually, in some sense, at the gym for your brain, right? And what I mean by that is your brain, because it decided to read those words on that book, it said, I can't do anything else. Your brain said, can't do dishes. Your brain said, I'm not having that conversation with them over there. Your brain said... I can't, I'm not listening to that thing on the screen over there. Your brain said, I have to exclude everything and focus on this one thing in front of me. I have to meditate on it. Meditate on these words, right? So that just that alone, if you realize that, that alone uh, separates itself from pe- people who just listen to an audiobook. And why is reading important? So reading is a good skill to develop when you're young. And a lot of people are like, I feel bad I don't read when I'm older. Well, you, not, you don't ne- necessarily need to feel bad. Now, let me break it down for you. As long as you know how to read and you know you can sit and do something for more than 30 minutes, then that's not a big deal. What reading actually does, I believe, is it trains the individual mind to sit at a task meditatively and perform it for an extended period of time. Now, you don't need to read to be able to do things like that. Let's just get that out of the way. But um, the act of sitting, focusing, and engaging in internal dialogue, or in in some sense reading your work like you read a book, um, that skill is amplified and multiplied by the gift that reading gives you when you're at a young age, right? So I am for reading at a young age because it develops these skills and habits uh, that you translate almost immediately into other areas of your life. So it's just a wonderful thing where like, if you really sit and look at reading, it is a form of meditation and it's a form of, uh, it's like the Western meditation, dude. People don't get it. And if you read certain books like the Bible, you are meditating on holy words you might as well be a monk in the fucking Alps, dude. I'm, I swear to God. With the right verses now. Don't get me on Like the Bible with the wrong verses, the Bible with the right verses. It is akin to meditating a thousand percent. So a lot of people don't understand that. They don't get that. And uh, that's why reading is, I would say, very important. 
And if you're older, don't worry about it. Fuck reading. Like, here's why you read. Like, if you want to read, uh, I tell people this. There's two reasons to read. And I've shared this before. The first reason you read is because you want to learn something very specific. Right? So, like, books are meant to be wells of information that you go and draw from when you need it. Right? Let's just leave that, leave that one at that. You read books to learn something specific, and when you're done learning about that specific thing, you're no longer reading it, you put the book down. Right? You go do something else. The other reason you read books is to flex your imagination, or in other words, to develop a stronger imagination, uh, imaginary ability, imagine the, a stronger ability of, or sense of imagination in your mind. And why is that important? So when you read books, and this is also why you need to practice reading books when you're young. So you visualize everything, right? Like you read Harry Potter, it's like a move in your fucking head, right? And um, and you can read a lot of books and it's your, your brain's just crazy, right? It's visualizing all this shit. And um, the reason that's important is because if you can do that for a book, you can do that for your own life. So and my, my point here is this. A lot of people... Um, I have a great sense of visualization, right? I know that because I've read books and I was like, holy shit, when I read this book, it's so clear in my mind. And then I take that same skill, right, of seeing things very clearly in my mind, just as if it was a book, right? And then I just imagine my own life that I want it to be. And that's called a visualization technique, folks. And, um, I use these techniques or I have used them for various things in my life and I've matriculated a lot of ma- I've manifested a lot of things that I've desired rather quickly. I would accredit to my ability to visualize and practice these things. I have a, I have a dog who would like to uh, go upstairs. He's trapped downstairs with me, unfortunately. For him. Oh, he's fine. Do you want to go upstairs? Yeah, door got closed on you, buddy. Um, so let me just, hey, cheese, cheese, so I'm going to let this dog upstairs real quick. back everybody what what a terrible podcast right it's like oh shit i probably won't even edit that shit out so fuck it you know what i mean um reading should i talk about something else i already talked about why i'm doing this podcast right like it's how about this um only fan of the month who is it I don't quite know yet, guys. I don't know. Um, and it sucks. But I will say this. I made two dope-ass hoodies. Um, and what I'm going to do, I think I talked about this last podcast. Going to give one away. Going to sell one. So I'll auction it off on my Instagram and no one has to buy it. That's the other thing. Nobody has to buy these things. Um, it's just something fun. Like I, I'm going to do because I saw somebody else do it. I'm like, fuck it, dude. Might as well throw my hat in the ring and have some fun. So what? A, what man? What a podcast. So she. Who the is the fan of the month? Who the is the fan of the month? Who is is the fan of the month. You know what I mean? I can't stand who the fan of the month is. It's driving me nuts. Who is it, man? Um, it's funny because I would say like the fan of the month should be somebody who's like a real ass fan. You know what I mean? And I look at the post that I made. I'm like, what? Well, what qualifies? Is it just a motherfucker who just goes and likes all my shit? Nah, that ain't a real ass fan. That is real ass though. And I do appreciate that. Like a real ass fan. I mean, some of them have listened. Some of them have commented. Oh, I know who it is. I mean, it's got to be two. I got. I probably have like. Maybe I'm gonna do 
a couple fans. I might do a couple of them. Okay. Um, I might do a couple real ass fans. Uh, I might have to, but anyway, so I'll, I'll, I'll probably do like a tiered system. I can't, if I keep giving away my books, cause that's the only way you can actually get one of my books, by the way, if people are wondering like, Oh, your books are sold out. They are. Um, and in fact, the only way to get anything I ever do is if I give it to you, I, the whole concept of selling things, except for these clothes that I'm going to sell. They're super sick. Uh, I'm selling clothes that I make and I think they're awesome. And I only sell what I like and wear. They get better and they get better. So I got a few candidates for a fan of the month. Um, well, I've gotten a lot of good support and feedback from everybody. So I fucking really appreciate all that shit. Um, and being a fan isn't like, I just want to make this clear too. If like I have a real ass fan here, I'm like, why am I, why is it, is it me? How do I get there? It's not a cult. Right, I almost prefer if people who listen to this don't like agree with everything I say and actually find, you know, I don't know, man. I When I see people who just, it's like this, dude. It's on both sides of the aisle. And I see it in people I like and people I don't like. So when you see people who, it's like they, their whole persona their everything about them is kind of like a like here's a good example you ever meet someone who's just like a a fan of the local team in your state like they got packers sweaters they got packers shirts they got packers underwear they got packers shorts they got packers pants it's sunday they're wearing packers a packers tie to church and it's not even football season you know what i mean like kind of those real ride or die people now Take those people and give them a philosophy or give them like a person to like, I don't know quite how to think for myself. So I'll just embody all of your quirkiness and things like that. So I just hope nobody ever does that with me. Like, and I don't know why God any, fuck, I, I, I try to think to myself, would anybody really like look at me? Like that's, that guy has it. He's figured it out. Um, and if they're really smart, they probably would ask what I have figured out. And cause there is something to what I do and, uh, this whole thing that I've got going and people are, people should be, I guess, intrigued. Cause a lot of times you look at people's lives and I'll say this, I say usually it's 50, 50, half of it is from their circumstances. The other half is who they are, right? Like, yo, because some people are born dumb. A lot of people don't want to talk about that. The truth is there's just dumb people out there. That's a fact. Can't fix dumb. Can't fix it. Don't give, you know, it's just, it is what it is. And the other half are just victims to circumstances. And if they let themselves be a victim long enough, their life will just be a circumstance. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, yeah, sorry, your life's like that. You know, shrug your shoulders and walk by them because that's just what they're going to live their whole life, right? And there's also this other side of America and this whole reality of our world. Like, people don't actually really get themselves or what they want to do. And that's all intentional, right? It's super intentional that by the time you graduate high school, you are trying to start a career. Not high school. By the time you graduate college, typically... You're trying to start a career. Now, let's just take it for face value. Let's say most people graduate at 22, right? Uh, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. Five years in college, right? Should be should be plenty for most people. Um, God, how did, how did I stay in college for so long? Fuck, dude. I was like, I think I graduated when I was 23. Um, something like that. Depressing as fuck. But I traveled. Your boy was a traveler. Went to a few different schools. Totally forgot what I was talking about. Anyways, um, the other reason I want to make this podcast is I'm getting closer and closer and closer to 50. And then when I get to 50, that's half of 100. And 100, I will have my first guest. Right? 
And I talked a lot of game in my earlier podcast about it. I'm got I got interviews lined up. I got guests I'm talking to, and that's all true. Has been true, is true, was true, still true. Um, but the fact is, I'm so hungry to just make my own podcast and eat what's on my own plate for a hundred episodes that I'm not even really entertaining the fact that I I want to anybody else. Like, and I thought, should I go on somebody else's podcast? Talk about what? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like what? Like, uh, and the only podcast I'd want to go on are things where people want you to talk about stuff. I ain't got nothing really to talk about right now, right? I'm just talking about myself, right? Like, I could go on and talk about podcasting, but that's boring, right? It's so boring, it probably brings in lower numbers than I bring in on the average, which is low. It's about one or two, right? My numbers. Mom and dad. You want to know who listens to the podcast? Mom and dad. Dad doesn't even really listen to it. Neither does mom. Uh, but that's all right. It's kind of more important that your parents, I think, when you're older, just accept what you do rather than support what you do. That's kind of the big big win. And uh, they just accept it. Yeah, that's what my son does. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> they support you all when you're young. And I think when you're old and you make your own decisions, they stop supporting. They just accept you. Um, but they supported me a lot when I was younger. Grateful for that. They do support me in this, but they just don't listen. I think that the computer is too complicated. Like I said, I've mentioned my parents are boomers, so anything that involves, like the word podcast, my dad still doesn't know Joe Rogan. Bro, if I showed my dad a picture of Joe Rogan, he'd say, I, I don't, what am I looking at? Why? Who is he? Right. So... I'd even say my mom might not know who Joe Rogan is. And that's, like, I guess she would, but she doesn't even understand, like, what or who or anything about Joe Rogan. It's just, and, like, should she? Well, I grew up knowing Jay Leno. Fuck, dude, that sucked. It sucked to know, have to know Jay Leno. And now my mom's old. She just has, just escapes knowing all this culturally relevant shit. It's kind of crazy. Um, what else should I talk about, dude? 22 minutes? Uh, just this podcast. What about it? This podcast rips. It's a two-beer podcast. If you're wondering what I'm drinking, it's Honey Kolsch. And no, I don't drink every podcast. And no, I don't smoke every podcast. No, I don't do a lot of podcasts. But what I do like to do is have a lot of fun. And I was singing about this in my life. When I was young, dude, when I was real young, we used to catch bugs. Right, skeeters in the creek. You guys ever seen like water skeeters? I used to catch those. Fireflies, I used to catch those. Right, like what else did I catch? Ants, caught those. Spiders, caught those. Um, fuck, dude. And the crazy thing is, when you catch bugs, right? You oh, praying mantis, caught those. You have a little bug catcher dog. Oh, I missed that little bug prison. Dude, walking around like a goddamn maniac, dude. Like, looking for my fucking bugs, dude. Lifting up rocks, shoving them in there, like, trying to get some bug fights. One of the first things I did, I was about to say, one of the first things I did when I got the internet was look at porn, which is true and sad as a child, but it wasn't porn when I was eight. Was uh, It was, like, naked chicks, right? Uh, but, like, it's just real simple, like, because uh, you're a kid. I'm, like, what, nine, eight? So third grade, I'm like, uh, cute girl naked. I'm like, I'm on AOL. My mom picks up the phone. Are you on the internet, Chance? Uh, uh, yeah, mom. Uh, 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 delete, delete. But I don't even know that internet history is a thing. And I just walk out of it like, cool Randy Johnson, dude. And like, oh, my God, dude. And I'll say this. Looking back, because I didn't really understand sex or anything about that shit I was looking at. There was a lot of tranny porn looking back where I... I remember, and my parents obviously had known something was up. I was asking too many weird questions, and I didn't delete my history. But I was like, Mom, is it possible? And they're looking back. How It's crazy how much tranny porn there must have been on AOL or just back then. Like, Because I would ask these questions. I remember these pictures in my head because I'd try to like, whoa, this doesn't make sense. Can you be a boy and have a girl be a girl up top? And those, my mom would tell me, yeah, you're called a hermaphrodite. And I just thought, oh, God made you different. God sprinkled your bottom half 
man sprinkled your top half warmer. And I thought, that's just the way the dice roll, dog. And then I grow up, right? Now I'm in, I'm old. Now I'm an adult, fuck. But as an adult, now they're telling kids, you're not born that way, but you can choose to be that way. Or it's crazy. Like, I was told, and I don't know, like, what my parents told me. Like, but yeah, I, re- I really thought every day, dude, people were being popped out. Like, dick on bottom, tits on top female face that's just how god was rolling just on the side like here's here's a surprise here's a surprise here's a surprise like fuck man so anyways i had to get off that off my chest because people now are like ah how are these kids with like looking at porn and shit like duh looking at porn my generation was the generation who had to fucking learn about private uh private browsing didn't have it okay uh how about this delete your history didn't have it, okay? And if I did, I didn't understand anything about it, looking back. Like, my parents, God bless their souls. They, I mean, it, back then, also, when you got on the internet, it wasn't a secret because it's a family computer. The whole fucking phone line shuts down, right? Like, when you're done, someone else gets on. It's like a public restroom. It really was. And so, my parents, I never got in trouble, but looking back, it was like, yeah, like, how'd they not know? Like, obviously, like, everybody's going in and out of the room. Weird. So, uh, what was I talking about? So when I get on the internet, the other thing I'd look up besides naked, naked chicks when I was a young, young lad, when I was a young boy, um, was this bug wars. I wanted to see if like what bugs would win and I just Google crazy shit. And then I got Google and like, yo, is there a video of like a tiger and a bear fighting? <laughs> I guess, you know, is there... Is there a video of like an eagle and a and a cobra going at it, like in a small box that allows just enough room for flight where the eagle can maneuver, but not too much, but land? Anyways, yeah, man, the whole fucking internet thing is crazy. Looking back on how I just grew up with it, and I remember, ah, I feel privileged because like people don't get it. I had YouTube when there were no ads, right? Like I had MySpace. <laughs> Yo. Crazy, right? And I had MSN Messenger, right? I grew up in the nitty gritty of the internet. And here's the other thing: people don't understand. Like, like uh, there wasn't like when I said I looked at porn like on a computer when I was in the '90s. What I mean by that are pictures, and sometimes like gifs, because people don't know this when your computer you, you used to like get an internet page it'd like download like this you get the page like this and i guess it'd be like this right here right if you're watching and it would just go people have no fucking idea that it used to take two minutes to load up a web page right you just sit there like am i gonna see kuda Oh, she's wearing a thong. And it's like the whole time you're anticipating, you're anticipating. Oh, and she has a dick. <laughs> oh, this is just crazy, dude. I'm like, fuck that shit, dude. Oh, those bastards, those tricky bastards, bro. Trying to, trying to, and you know what's weird? I remember like when they first found out about the internet in school and they were teaching us about it. And like one of the first lessons they would teach every little kid in my class about the internet was like, oh, you can post whatever you want. Don't believe anything you see on there. And now, oh, everybody's like, yo, you see what's on the internet? (laughs) Bro, you see what's on the internet? It's real. Like, but when I was like in first grade, what is that, 96? Yo, I'm running around in 96 on the playground, headed inside. We got computer time on the Mac, dude. We don't even have internet yet, right? Like, we're still on those little boxes, those plastic beige boxes, dog. That's where my generation's at. And we're playing, like, Oregon Trails. We're playing Number Muncher. We're playing a bunch of shit. We're playing this, like, make-your-own-storybook bullshit. I hated that game. I'm like, fuck this, but I'm here. I'll click it. Fuck, dude. (laughs) So anyways, dude, they came in to talk to us about the internet. And they're saying, like, the internet's this crazy thing, kids. Everything's on there. And because everything's on there, lies are on there, kids. So don't believe everything you see on the internet. And 
I just grew up like knowing that. And then even high school as the internet was starting to get going and uh, stuff like that. Stuff like that, stuff like that. This podcast, dude, what the fuck's it even about? The internet? My deviances as an eight or nine year old? Jesus. And I, it's the worst part is I was probably baptized at the age of, age of eight and I had just been forgiven of all my, my worldly sins. I had just been forgiven of all my worldly sins. An eight-year-old me says, Yo, I'm going to check out naked titties online and start racking up some deviance points. God, I did that quick, dude. Oh, man. Bro, I grew up in a weird time, too. You know what else was in my house? Playboys, dude. I had Playboys. So, like, what? Yo, what a special time to be alive. When I was growing up in my household, I had internet and I had Playboys. Take your pick, young mom. Take your pick. I still got one Playboy issue left. It's from the month and year I was born. I haven't looked at it or opened it because I'm not the first owner of that magazine. And since I'm not the first owner of that magazine, I know I have. It's already been Christian. What's it called? Christian. 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 It's already been sanctified by the. Or even sanctified by the bodily fluids of another male. Probably from my same year of birth. Oh, what a shitty podcast. And, uh, but it's not too bad, honestly. You know what I hate? Not really, but like on Instagram, dude. Oh, I'm talking Instagram, but I am the greatest podcaster there is on Instagram. Uh, people will follow you, right? And then you follow them, support, support. And then they eventually unfollow you. And I don't get that, right? Like, don't even entertain me. Don't take me to the dance. Don't try to, like, like my shit. Just don't. Leave me alone, right? Don't get it. And, uh, it's just goofy, dude. That's why I don't follow some motherfuckers today. Like, and you know who they are as soon as they follow. It's like, you're not interested in anything I post. And I think this is a true thing for me and anybody who makes content like I do. Uh, no one's going to like it. Hey, hey, here's a little fact. No one's going to like the content you post if you post it from your heart. And if they like it, it's because they want something from you most of the time. Like, Oh, man. Uh, I was talking about this. And th- this is true, bro. Speaking of Instagram, how about this bullshit? I already talked about this, but uh, how many people, dude, absolutely don't post any fucking thing creative. All they do is post memes they've taken from other people. The amount of people who absolutely have zero content is way too damn high when I think about it. When I think about the actual amount of people who have zero content, like who are just consumers, there's too many of you. And it's funny as a real content creator, and I say that fucking proudly, because I'm making my own content. I'm not just regurgitating on the people's shit. Which is funny because I swear to God, dude. uh, And there's lots of types of content creators out there. Love them all. I'm not for everybody. Everybody's not for me. And I get it. But just the amount of even people who pass themselves as content creators. And I guess like what... If you repost it, you are creating content, but it's just reposted content. And I don't like that. I don't, it's boring. If you're going to repost it, put your own words on it at least. Like, keep the picture, change the words, make it yours. I don't know. Fuck. This podcast. When I think about how long it takes to do an hour of like talking to yourself, it's too damn long, right? It's actually very difficult. At least it feels like that for me sometimes when I'm sitting here talking and I'm talking. And I begin to ask myself, what's all this about? All this talking I'm doing. Why am I talking? And what am I talking for? And <clears throat> I wasn't going to do this podcast tonight. I really wasn't. And I thought to myself, there's no way I get to 100 episodes if I just start to feel like I don't want to do shit. And I told myself, well, you did a podcast yesterday. 
and you did two podcasts the day before that, you're good. You don't need another podcast, kid. Bravo, kid. You're good. Relax. Tenants upstairs. Fucking Mad Max Marauders over there. So, but my goal isn't to make this podcast. People forget that. This is just a stepping stone, right? My real goal is way bigger than this episode. But I'll never get to the real goal if I don't do this episode and the next one 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 and so on and so forth. And I I understand I have to do a lot. I've spent so much time doing other things than this. School, life, work. Did I say work? I mean, wage slave. I think I've already clarified I've never worked a day in my life. I've only wage slaved. Um, which I abhor. But So, anyways, I've lost so much time in creating content like this that I'm actually behind, right? So if I choose not to make this podcast, I'm. It, there's this thing called Kipling and the Do Androids Dream of Sleep, which is also Blade Runner. The book's totally different than the than the movie. Anyways, in the book, there's this thing that generate lots of things generate Kipling, which is just excess amounts. Imagine like. If you have um, a little machine that creates a plastic fork for you every morning, right? And now imagine you die, nobody moves into your house, and that thing just keeps making a fork. The room, and in a certain amount of time, will be stuffed to the brim in forks, right? You get it? That's Kipling. Don't even remember why I brought that shit up. What was my point? I hate when I do this. Because I have to clarify what something is. Kipling. Jesus Christ, bro. Um, so in life, oh, if you don't, if I didn't do this podcast, the Kipling builds up, right? So it's absolutely, absolutely necessary. I create a podcast. I turn it over and I create, I keep creating content and I keep creating content as it relates to podcast form. And the reason why is, Hey, there's people who have more podcasts than me. That's bullshit. It's absolutely fucking bullshit that someone can sit down and do this and do it more than I am. It's bullshit. So I'm trying to catch up. And I get most people actually have a podcast where there's something of value. Well, I'm not there yet, everybody. I will be there in probably six years. Something like that. Five years. I really have to put my foot on the pedal and uh, practice this skill. And people don't understand, like, if you do this skill one hour a day, bro, it's not a lot. It's almost nothing. And it takes three hours sometimes just to post that one hour to validate that you did that shit. So... It's a bit of an uphill battle, I would say, as far as creating content. And people don't understand, why are you doing this? Why do you do what you do with your free time? I don't fucking know, right? Uh, People do stupid shit all the time. And uh, I would love, by the way, if my grandpa... My grandpa did this. If someone in my family did this, and I was like, oh, who's that? Let me go see if they're fucking cool or not. And so I'm doing this for anybody in my family. Like, hey, everybody else seems scared to really share their mind in this day and age. And what I mean by that is how many people are really putting themselves out in front of the camera and talking for an hour? Right? Like everybody needs somebody else to talk to. Right? Like everybody wants a platform. Well, you have one. Right? But they're, oh, I'm not big enough. Oh, I don't know what to say. Oh, I don't know what to say either. I'm not big either. But you can still put everything you think out there. Go ahead. Share your opinion. Go do it for an hour. Get on. Get on. Go on. Talk. Go on, bud. Talk. Talk. Entertain us. Dance. And uh, I'd love if other, uh, other people did that, right? And I find it very uh, 
entertaining, but the problem is most people need other people to be entertaining. That's the absolute truth. Like they, the idea that anyone could entertain anyone, it's so difficult to entertain people. And I, I haven't even tried doing anything specifically like structuring stuff. I have structured some podcasts. Everybody knows that. Sheesh. And if you don't know that, you know what I mean? Like, but anyways, uh, here I am and I'm really actually here. How about this? dude? I've talked about this. Don't want to talk about it. Actually. Uh, fuck. What do I want to talk? And I can talk about anything. That's kind of the fun thing. And I thought I need to be more imaginative in the way I talk and the things I talk about. So let's practice that. Maybe, uh, we'll practice a little bit of imagination, uh, today and the way we're going to do that is one of my tried and true methods we're uh for excuse me we are going to find a song and in that song we're going to record over it and adjective song free Imaginative cinematic song free. Okay, cool. This might be it. Welcome to the Provo Kid. Close your eyes, we're about to play with our imagination here. Now that your eyes are closed, realize that you're actually riding a bike down a path. It's springtime, the grass is green, you're in a park. You look up, the sky is blue, little clouds here or there. You hear birds chirping, you see a bird fly over your head. It's a toucan, you don't worry about that. They don't, they're not really necessarily in the place where you live, but it's there today. You keep riding your bike, you stop, you get off, you get on a carousel in the middle of this park, you're the only one on it. The animal you select is just so special, it's actually your spirit animal. You look to your right and it's me, I wave to you, I say, hey, this is me, I'm on a snow leopard, I'm okay. We go around, you get off, you wave goodbye to the program get back onto your bike, but except now it's a tricycle, and you start pedaling, and as you pedal, you get farther and farther down this path, and as you look back, your childhood fades away, and you look down, now your tricycle's a bike, you look down again, now it's a motorcycle, you look at your hands, they're old, you stop, you get off, front of your childhood house, you go in, you open the door, it's your mom and dad, everything's okay, everything's good, welcome to the show, this is Provo Kid, this was a trip of our imagination. So we'll just stick with that, maybe people will like that segment, maybe they won't. Um, so that's kind of like something I wanted to do. As far as like a skit or segment, like let's just play with our imagination and see where that goes with us. Um, it's crazy. So I want to talk about this. Yesterday when I streamed, the I had about 25 users in my chat. Whatever the fuck that means. Nobody gives a fuck. But which, well, why that's odd is I only had one viewer. Right? I was like, oh, what the fuck is that shit? Like, do I got a massive array of bots? watching my stream because and the computer knows that right so it's like well you one human <laughs> you have one human watching you and 25 bots it's like, what the fuck is that about i don't know so i'm really thinking about life and having fun and making a podcast that's just better and better but it takes so much time and i feel like people quit they give up on you. You give up on yourself, not you, you, but like just you general sense and me and my general sense sometimes too. Like, ah, uh, you give up. 
not on someone, but you give them on the idea of somebody, right? Like, so I think people gave up on the idea that I make quality podcasts. Like they, they, they saw, oh, I made a podcast, it's episode 20. They checked me up. Ah, he's not, still figuring it out. Like they, they never checked back, which is fine, but. I think that's how a lot of things are with content. So because of that, if you're not always and people like, oh, there's so many strategies, right? My strategy is do what you want. Because if, if you're doing something that you don't want to do, that's slavery. And I, I, I don't, if it's not slavery, what is it? And I, I thought about this because like, if you're doing something you don't want to do, why are you doing it? I get, and I've done things most of my life that I didn't want to do. And I'm, I've really thought about this. Like, how did I do it for so long? How, for example, school. How did I do school for so long without realizing, like, oh, and I, I really mean this, like, I could have dropped out of high school. Could have dropped out of college. Could have dropped out of my graduate program. But I kept doing something. And work too. When I wage slave, I call it work, but it was wage slavery. Like I still did that. And I'm shocked that I did. And there were parts of me that wanted to do these things. But in the truest sense of the form, none of these things were really what I wanted to do. There are things that I felt like I had to do. Like, oh, you know, people get degrees. People get co- like go to college. Like, this is part of the process. Like, you just have to do this. Like, oh. Oh, man. People are like, aren't you glad your parents went to graduate school too? Yo, no. My parents are so old by the time I play... My dad's all, you can't pay that off in the summer? Like, of course not, Dad. How old are you? Way too old, Father. Jesus Christ, my dad's like 78. He's almost 80. Yeah, like, that's how old people are. They just don't get it. Like, when I was applying to college, I was my senior year, my undergraduate, and I said, I need letters of recommendation. My parents looked at me and they said, you haven't gotten those yet? So no. What do you mean yet? Oh, you know what I mean? Like, my point is this. You can have parents who went to graduate school like I did. They didn't help me one fuck at all in school. They didn't, everything had changed so fucking much. It was like I was playing a different ball game. The only advice they gave me was true the whole time was like, oh, they want you to fail. Yeah, you got that right. Then the other advice they, were, they said is like, once once you get past the part where they want you to fail, they pass everywhere. I was like, really? They're like, yeah. That shit's true too. Like, they want you to drop out at the beginning and they want you to stay and pay. So it's like they, they weed out. There's a weird weeding out process uh, in college and it's through the process known as, uh, what, they're not... The mandatory courses, right? So that's where everybody drops out. Like you go to college and like, oh, the first two years you have to take high school again. Oh, fuck that shit. That's where everybody drops out. Like, oh, I got to do all this again. And then the last two years are courses that should be what you are interested in. And I obviously I crushed those. You know what I'm saying? Like obviously I crushed the workload I'm interested in. And uh, the first two years of college were definitely the hardest because a lot of it's like, what the fuck am I doing here? I want to party. I want to play. I want to I do shit. I don't want to be doing high school shit again. And high school and college, there's not much difference. And out of every, just so if anybody's curious, if you meet someone who went to graduate school and they said it was hard, it's because they're idiots. Right? Graduate school is the easiest school there is besides the last thing you do, which you should know is difficult. It's writing a big paper. What they do, you wrote a big paper. Oh. But at the end of the day, everyone graduates for the most part. You want to know why? Because the teachers 
the professors have a hard time rationalizing failing students when they're over $100,000 in debt. So what do you get? You get tons and tons of PhDs in this country with absolutely no value. Because we should only have a few Renaissance experts. But we got a ton, right? You should only have a few experts in any field. But when you allow everybody to graduate, when you allow everybody into the program, oh, man, it's tragic, bro. The whole educational system is tragic. It's all fucked. So, and I'm really happy with myself. This podcast did well. It's like, we're at 50 minutes. Thank God. Fuck, dude. Uh, the hardest shit I've ever done is get up here and think I was entertaining enough to listen to myself for an hour. And I really, like, I think about stuff. Like, I think too much, perhaps. I don't fucking know. But it is odd how much I would say... fuck is that? It's not how fucked up our country is, right? So now this Roe v. Wade's going on. And I'll say this. All these people on the left, you know what I've been doing for the last two years? Talking about personal sovereignty, right? And bodily autonomy. And everybody on the left for the past two years just seemed to have forgotten that. Right? They, they don't get it, right? It's like, oh, they, they don't get it this much, the people on the left. And I'm not on the right, but they just lectured us for two years about, well, your body, not your choice, really, really, because it's a disease, huh? And now we are like, oh, yeah. That was real smart, wasn't it? And, uh... God, it's so stupid. These people are so stupid. Uh, but now, all right, so we're back to bodily choice. And, like, now, oh, my God, can you believe what they're going to tell women to do with their body? No, I can't believe it. Tell me what they're going to do. make them do. Oh, you told them and forced it. Oh, so you, it's so crazy, right? Some get it. But I've been fighting. For personal sovereignty, bodily autonomy, which is the end of the issue with the V question. The question begins and ends here. Do you control your body? Do you control what goes into it? Yes or no? As soon as you give up the right of what goes inside of your body, you no longer own your body. It's so fucking simple of a question. I don't even care about talking about side effects, effects, this and that. Does it work? Does it not work? Doesn't fucking matter one fucking bit. Doesn't matter one fucking bit. Here's the point. Do you control your body and what goes into it? Answer that question for me. That's it. That's it. And so for women, it's do you control your body about what goes into it and what comes out of it? Is it that much bodily autonomy? Because I'm all for that, dog. I'm all for 1,000% bodily autonomy. Okay. Own your body. Don't let the government own it, right? But all these people on the left just tried to sell everybody's body for the past two years, right? Oh, well, you work for a company. You work for the state. It's a disease. Okay, porker, put the fucking hamburger down. All these fat fucks. All these unhealthy people telling me about health. Oh, you know the worst part is? All these like kind of smart liberal people on the left that wear masks and put masks on the kids. You're stupid. You're fucking stupid. I don't give a fuck. I, anger isn't the best way to do this sometimes, but I'm going to say If you're a 30 to 20-something-year-old and you wear masks and you make your 2-year-old or 3-year-old wear a mask, and I don't give a fuck, you're a fucking idiot. You're a dumb-dumb. You got a small brain, okay? Hey, look at me. Got Christ on my side. Got, got this going on. And this isn't the church. I'm pointing to my heart chakra. I'm actually spiritual. So uh, don't get confused by Jesus and the why, dude. Everything you're seeing is a big game. And uh, that's kind of the whole point.
Right. So what does camouflage look like? People don't know. This is camouflage. Jesus is camouflage. This is camouflage. I'm actually a lizard person, and if people didn't know that uh, I'm really this lizard cone-headed person. And this is a nice thing, because a lot of people don't understand, like, why did I get this statue? What does it represent? It represents the fact that there was a group of pharaohs who had elongated skulls and were a different subset of human beings, but we don't want to talk about that. They made hats that uh, had to hide this simple feature. And so they probably even had a snake that popped out of their head right here. And so you, you got this little ankh, which is kind of like a cobra right here. See the hood and then the head. Uh, but uh, I've never been to Egypt, so it doesn't matter. This podcast has run its fucking course. Thank God, dude. I, it was a hard 55 minutes, and I'm so fucking proud of myself, dude. Everybody's like, what'd you do? Why'd you talk about? Don't know. Don't care, dude. Just got to practice him. Hit the, hit the gym. For a fresh hour of verbal talking, verbal ear abuse. Oh, bro, let me bend your ears over and just give them a spanking. Because that's what I just did for an hour. And uh, so happy about that, dude. I just did it for an hour. Toss it up. Oh, so, because I feel super stoked about that. Uh, we're going to end on Hollow Hill, my dude. Gonna bring us. You said nothing's ever gonna bring us. You said nothing's ever gonna. Bring